What's up? You live on Pits of Metal Mortal Chaos. With you one and only, I'm back and with Force to Rot, James Dickey and his bandmates. What's up, guys? <laughs> guys, easy. Hi, this is Tony from Force to Rot. How are you? What's up? <laughs> oh. Come on, all the guys, introduce yourselves. Y'all introduce yourself, too. All right, yeah, so, hey, this is James. Uh, I'm uh, the guitar player in Force Rock. I'm Dan, the bass. And I'm Francisco, their new vocalist. And Tony, guitar player. So, when did you guys get your new vocalist? Yeah, it's been about a good month and a half. Month and a half. Have you guys had any shows since you got the new vocalist? show coming up uh at the Pennsylvania show yep. uh May 13th and uh New Jersey May 14th and those will be our first shows with our new vocalist okay when was your when was okay when was your guys last show in February. Yes. Okay. I heard you guys <coughs> toward, toward the East Coast. Were you guys in New York? No. No. No, no. no okay. I'm really playing New York. We have not been there yet, though. Yeah, you guys played in Wisconsin, right? Wisconsin? Yes, yes. When, how was the Wisconsin show? What city? Do you guys remember the city? Do you guys remember where you played in Wisconsin? Yeah, um, it was a uh, Zamergi Brewery in Wisconsin. Metamoney. Yeah. It was Metamoney, uh, Wisconsin at Zamergi Brewery, which they were tight. They were super cool guys. They hooked mm -hmm. us up, and that was a blast. Yeah, Wisconsin was, I don't know, one of my favorite shows a long time. So I. Since you guys have been around for a year now, right? Because the band took a hiatus. It was the original band with Tony. And you guys, Tony took a hiatus for a while. Then you guys came back. It's been around for a year now. And you guys only yeah. have one CD yeah. out? Yeah, yeah, this was kind of my baby back in the day. Um, and we did an EP and played some shows. And it was cool. But... Unfortunately, life circumstances, that didn't work out with some people, and I kind of set it aside for the time being. And then James got a hold of me through another mutual friend of ours, and we started jamming. So we we brought it back from the grave, you know. So James is super, James a fan of yours? Huh? James was a fan, and then he wanted to join the band. Well, no, no, James, James had a mutual friend of mine that, oh. that played music, too, and so... He was like, hey, you should come over and jam with us. And here I was, and here we are now. So That's really cool. I like that. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So, let me ask you. Your your latest album is called Manifestation of Hate. Now tell me, yep. what inspired you to write that album? I'm sorry, what? What inspired? Oh, inspired? Oh, boy. 
the last couple of years, I went through a whole lot of shit, and uh, trauma's not fun, and I put my trauma into my music instead of other unhealthy routes. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we all kind of just ran with that, and we kind of just took that, that built up anger of all of our lives and it's kind of partly, uh, I mean, those were DJ's lyrics and that's what DJ was feeling at the time and what he, what he wanted to get out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like our manifestation of hate albums was just the, the manifestation of what was inside of all of us. Yep. That's pretty cool. Now let me ask you. Remember when the radio station played your song? Which song did they play? What? The radio station. I heard. I saw on a post a radio station played your song. What song did they play? Oh, oh. Metal World Radio. Yeah. Actually, they want to be live right now too. Um. So. Yeah, um, Native Noise here in uh, WEBN, they played our single Disfigured God, and we had another radio station, Metal World Radio, Metal World Radio and they played 13 Knots, Disfigured God, and I think they're uh, Double Fine. Okay, I have a question about one song. So... The 30-second afterlife, what what does that mean? So, that song, okay, so our old vocalist, he was in the military, and he got into a very tragic accident, and he died, and so that's what that song's about. I'm sorry. He died, so that's what it's called. Your old vocalist? That, what? Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. So, let me ask you guys. What, what each one of you? I want to know your history on the on the instrument you play. Tell me. You start off, James. Okay. So yeah, this is James. What's up? Okay. Now tell me your history on the on the instrument you play. James. Oh, I'm sorry. What? The history on the instrument you play. Oh, um, your guitar. I've been playing, so I play guitar, and I've been playing guitar for about now 13, 14 years. I started when I was 14. Wow. Uh, Self-taught or lessons? Um, I, got, I only got lessons for two years. Were you in any other bands before this band? And what steered you to this type of music? Um, just the the raw energy. Yeah, from from a live show perspective, like I just love the raw energy that like you can't get spending you know two three hundred dollars on a on a bigger band, a bigger like artist. Like they just at some point you lose that that energy that you wanted to portray in the beginning of you trying to make it in music 
at some point you, you lose that going from like a local band to an international well, to a national band to an international band you like lose it somewhere and then you just become like a machine kind of and i just like metal on a local scene because it has that raw energy and everyone wants to make it everyone wants to you know make a name for themselves and stand out do you have a musician that influenced you for this what a famous musician that influenced you um so my like top five guitar players are like uh i got Dimebag, Daryl, Steve Vai, Zach Wilde, Eddie Van Halen, and um, Buckethead. I like all that. I just I just got a Pantera CD from a garage sale yesterday for like fifty cents. Oh, all right, sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Now, what about the other guys? Come on, bring the other guys on. Let, all let right, them, um, let them tell me about the industry. Hey, what's up? What's up, Tony? Tell me about your history. Okay, so um, I've been playing music for, well, I've been playing guitar and bass for like 15 years now. Um, I was in band in grade school for some years and always kind of had an interest in music. Um, and I've been in bands around here since I was fucking 19 and I'm 33 now, so nice. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> um, we, I've had some fun and it's it's my way of of dealing with my life when I'm, you know, mental health issues, I get I get my my anger and my everything else out through my guitar most of the time. Your people that influenced you to play. Um, so I really love eighties music like fucking George Lynch and Dawkins, he's awesome. Um, James Hatfield, best written guitar player of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh fucking like he was saying, Eddie Van Halen. I love all the Striders. That's my thing. Um and then trying to think who else kind of more modern. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Devin Townsend. That's another good one. He's yeah, he's awesome. good. He's good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Did you take lessons or were you self-taught? Um. So I was I was in grade school, like band for a couple of years, and I guess that counts, but. I was, like, never really that good at reading the music. I could learn the songs, but if you were, like, play this scale, I wouldn't know what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> and then, like, when it came to guitar, my dad plays, too. So he showed me a little bit, but, like, I, I just kind of picked up the guitar and the bass all by myself because I wanted to play and just kind of learn. And I was a very introverted teenager with a lot of time on my hands, so. That's good. The next person. <laughs> As far as around here goes, um, I've I've been in a couple of bands at a time now for some years. It's been what I love to do. So how many CDs? How many album? How many out C- CDs you've made in other bands with other bands total? Um, so I want to say in total like eight, eight over the years between the different stuff I've been in. Yeah, something like that. I've I've got them hanging on my wall in my house. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So move on to the next guy. I mean, the drummer. Oh, Jack is not here. He oh. is unfortunately not feeling too hot, so he's not here tonight. How about it's Francisco? Just, uh, yeah, you want to talk to Frank? Yeah, Frank. Here you go. Where's the big guy? What's up? 
What's up? What's up, Francisco? Tell me about your How experience you? My experience? I actually have a, been been around the block just like Tony. I'm the Tony's same age. I, I know Tony from way back in the day. Uh, I'm actually a guitar player, but I started doing vocals just because back in the day we had no one else to do vocals, so I just started doing it. So let me ask you, how many guitars do you have? How many guitars do I have? Yes. I literally have one just because it's my baby. Ah. And I've just, <laughs> I've had that thing for years and that's what I'm attached to. How many guitars does James have and Tony? Like, together? No, how many Ten? guitars James has? Uh, between both of them, about 20. Oh, damn. That's a lot. So, so, Francisco, have you been in any other bands besides his band? Um, A couple. I was in a band with the, the bassist, actually. Um, this was probably nine, ten years ago. Wow. Around 2011. Wow. And uh, I actually played guitar, and it was called Unearthly Torment. It was like a black and death metal band. Cool. How many? So how many CDs you've been on? Uh, two. Two. That's it. I think that was it on that one. Yeah. That so during all these years you've been playing, you only been on two other CDs. Oh yeah. Okay. So you made your mark in history already. Excuse me? You made your made mark, mark in history. Uh, not yet. But you've been on two CDs, so that's like making your mark in history. Yeah, I mean, it's a start to it, though. Yeah. It's not, not a big enough mark. Yeah, you'll get there soon, don't worry. Yeah. Who else is there besides you three? Uh, that's honestly that's about it. That's here now because Dan had to leave. But okay, I got uh, Jack, I, Jack was sick. So. I got a question to ask you. So yeah, I I when I'm when I googled you guys, Force to Rot, it says you guys are on YouTube, Spotify, YouTube Music, Apple Music, iHeart, and Deezer. Correct, all of it. All so your whole CDs on all these on all these websites. Yep. Okay, cool. And now let me ask you guys this. How do you guys feel about illegal downloading? Illegal downloading? Yeah. You know, I'm really iffy about that one because I'm all about, like, hearing music. But then again, it's like, you know how many fucking hours you put into a song to sit down there to practice it? Like, I get hearing it, but that's, like, why the streaming platforms are there. So don't don't do it. Like, I mean, like, you can listen to it for free. Don't steal it. Like, if you like it, buy Maybe. the album. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, I get it. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. Since you guys played several shows already, what is the most funniest and embarrassing moment on stage and off stage? Oh, shit. <laughs> Come on. I know you guys got stories. Share it. So, we... There's like two that we can actually talk about. Okay. Like, on the radio. Um. So, the first one was, uh, um, I, uh, was 
during one of our shows, um, the stage gave out, and I fell, and I didn't even miss a note, still playing, and I got up, and we kept going. And then um, the next one was in Wisconsin, and um, and uh, we, like, in Zamurgi, they didn't, like, actually have a stage, so we just kind of set up right there and played right, like, right in front of the crowd. And I watched a grown man, like, soup, like uh, suplex a woman on my pedal board. And I watched two other people slip and fall and kick my whole pedal board away, like, a good five feet from me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Alright. And then, like, uh, I, I, I fixed my equipment and, uh, me, Dan, Tony and DJ at the time, we, we formed like a line where people couldn't like cross it. And we like stood in front of all of our equipment, just windmilling and headbanging and, 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 and like the crowd got even crazier and they kept like, like starting to really destroy the place. And, and DJ, like, got in the middle of all of it and, like, just started screaming and, like, really got into it. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, because I, I – when when I looked up and I was like, oh, wow, this is – yes, this is right here. This this is why I do this. See, see, from you guys, it's not only you guys I've interviewed. I've interviewed local to national bands, like Creator – like, like Destruction, Boy Boy, and stuff like that. Um – Anyways, besides that, besides the point, whenever some bands play in Wisconsin, they have always the worst experience when they're first time playing. I've gotten the weirdest stories from people, from bands. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can, uh, I can kind of see that just because of the amount of snow they get, because like, when we was there, we kind of rolled up like during during a blizzard, and we thought the turnout was gonna be really bad. And when we actually started kind of warming up and everything, like there was a good two three hundred people that showed up. That's like, nice. At the last minute. That's a good number. That's really good. Now I got a question. How important is social media for the band? How's how's our social media? How important is social media to the band? Um, it's as important as our music. Like we try and we try and uh, make it just as equal to our music. Like our our brand, we are trying to forge will be as equal or if not more than our music as musicians we try and cultivate our our songs but from a business aspect we are we 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 will have a brand that we can you know branch out and be more than what we are as musicians that, that's pretty cool now i got a question for each and one of you now off this manifest manifestation album, which is your favorite songs? Which is your number one favorite song? Oh my! Um, my. So this is James. My 
My favorite song on the album is probably gonna be um probably double bind because when we played that live and I looked up and and into Murgy and I'd seen everyone just destroying the place, I'm like, Yeah, this 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 but but we have had a very large group of people hit us up and they're like, we love your, your, our, one of our songs, Delusion. So as a band, I like Double Bind. And this is Dan. That's cool. Uh, I don't know, this figure God might be one of my favorites just because I like the opening riff. I got a cool part there, so it's fun to play. Now what's this figure God about? Um, honestly, I'm just a bass player, so I wouldn't know about those things called lyrics, uh, that you call DJ. Who writes the lyrics for the band? Um, I mean, DJ wrote most of them for the, uh, Manifestation of Hate. Um, yeah, DJ did, but, uh, we, there, there were a few parts thrown in by various other members to help fill in some pieces here and there. Will, will, Francis, exactly. will Francisco be writing lyrics now? Uh, Frank is very capable of writing all kinds of beautiful and amazing lyrics. He writes them with a crayon. With a crayon? Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like the um, five cent hookers that use black crayons for eyeliner. Crayons for your eyeliner, bro? Kind of like the five cent hookers that use crayons for the eyeliner, yeah. Yeah. I heard uh, stories. Yeah, I heard I stories on that. It was weird. I don't think it's it, it was, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. It was, it was very strange hearing, a, hearing about a hooker using crayons for eyeliner. I'm like, uh, yeah. What the I hell? feel like that would look very bad. It, it'd, be, it'd make her eyes look waxy. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's got to be, like, a precision instrument. I mean, oh, uh, Must be, like, the Craypot crayons. Who knows? Okay, now I'm going to ask you guys this. Now, if you guys had a chance to play with one of the big artists on stage and pick a city, what city would you pick and which artist would you play with? Three bands. You got to pick three bands. Oh, my. So, I'm going to play at Rocket Festival. In Germany, with Devin Townsend, Black Dahlia Murder, and Judas Priest. <laughs> All right, dude. To be honest, Little Wayne. Really? Yeah, like like with uh, with honestly, yeah, you gotta have diversity. Little Wayne, you know, awesome. Uh, us. Horse and the Black Dolly murder. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. And because location, Ohio's my home, Ohio, just so we can bring in people here and then we'll donate all the money to our city of Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the band Black Death Resurrected? They're from Ohio. What band? Black Death Resurrected. 
Nope. You never heard of them? Nope. They're from Ohio. Sicky. Sicky's basic is the singer, I think. We'll definitely check them out. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, you guys should book a show with them. You guys play the same kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Like, love staying in touch with all the local people. Oh yeah, we're all about making connections. Like for real, we're trying to fucking. Like we're trying to. I, we're I'm, trying to do this. I'm pretty sure they'll hook you up with a Chicago show with um uh, yeah. Reggie's and shit like that, or House yeah, of Blues or some shit. I mean, right now that's what we're trying to do. Like, like we pushed out that first album. Some shit happened. We had to replace some people. That sucked, but we got through it. And now we're fucking. We're writing. Are we you guys working on another album? Oh yeah, we we already got like four songs in the mix right now. Really? Like that five. How, yeah. how many more songs? Um, how many songs are you gonna make the next album? Well, we did seven on the first one, so I don't know. We haven't actually talked about that yet. Hmm. Probably a little more than that, maybe twelve. Twelve? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to have that CD in my car. Yeah. Now, what do you think? CDs yeah. or MP3s? Which ones do you prefer? I'm sorry, what? CDs or MP3s? Which ones do you prefer? Oh, CDs. Um, and also vinyls personally only because it's almost like it's like that my hand connection where anything it's like a book if you read a book instead of reading it on a kindle it's better it's the same thing with a cd or a vinyl where you actually get to look at something and read it and hold it and look at the art while you're listening to it and that's really cool yeah like i'd rather read the book than see yeah. the movie right yeah kind of like harry potter and stuff like that yeah, and like the MP, and like Frank was saying, the MP3 is cool if you want to check it out, but if you want to support, get the actual shit and be like, that's awesome, look what I got, like, because you like them, you know? And wh where do you guys sell your merchandise at? At the shows. And then I, we got, they've been working on getting an online store together too, James has. Yeah, Bandcamp, band Bandcamp has all our stuff on it. You could, you could use the Wix site that you guys use, sell your merchandise there too? Yeah. Uh, that's James has been he's been working on that because we got t-shirts and albums and hoodies and sweatpants and stickers I'd love, and I'd love a t-shirt I'd love a t-shirt oh yeah I'd love a t-shirt and an album from you guys oh my god okay. I'd yeah. fucking yeah 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 I'd fucking we can make that happen I'd fucking yeah I'd fucking make you guys you know my some of my interviews been on Metal Blast LimeWire some Metal Magazines oh cool yeah We'll get, oh, yeah. we'll get to that later. Now, what are the pros and cons in your experience in Fort Surratt? One more time. What are the pros and cons in oh, your music business pros. so far? Okay, pros and cons in the music business where we're at right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not very, uh... It's not the most profitable because it's such a niche yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And unless you have a lot of backing and you have a lot of connections and you're really pushing... It's hard to make a real living out of it, which, I mean, we're trying to, and, you know, that's the goal. <laughs> but uh, the pros, here lately, we've made some good connections, and we're, you know, we've made some, we've met some cool people, and we've played some fun places, and we're establishing ourselves, and, like, James was saying, as a brand, and that's fucking awesome. That boy's bound to fucking playing music. Yeah. Been playing music for so long, I love to do it. It's just, like, I mean, it's, like I said, the only the only con I find in it is, is just it's just now music man is just I wish it was more socially acceptable but it's not, you know. Yeah. I want to turn on the radio and flip to a station and straight up metal, but 
besides like satellite radio. Yeah, you gotta pay for that. Like, yeah. How do you how do you guys feel about pay to play shows? <laughs> pay to play? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Tony, <laughs> my personal opinion, no. The only the like the the only way I could see is the number of people going to be there and how much it's worth it to pay to play on a beat. Exactly. Like, if, if it's, like, somewhere we can actually... It's worth... But... It's just more than enough times where, like, I've had promoters be like, hey, you guys need to sell X amount of tickets, and they, they put that work on the band, which, like... To a degree, that's cool because we're gonna invite everyone we know, but we don't want to be that asshole that every week we're talking to everyone in our family like, "Hey, will you please buy a ticket?" We're the talent; they don't have a show without the talent. Yeah, and that's that. As far as I'm concerned, now, like Frank was saying, though, like I'm totally down to help. Like, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, like for on my opinion on that, like I, I kind of wouldn't be opposed to it under the right the right circumstances I um, like so like in the past for us recently in the, the whole year and like three four months we've been as band um, we've been hit with hey can, can you guys sell 20 tickets we turned around and we sold 35 and we turn and we got next show after that hey can you sell 35 we turned around and sold 40 and like for, for me personally, like I, I see that as a challenge, and I, I I beat it every time. But but um, I preferably I don't I don't like the the whole pay to play thing. Yeah. I I kind of um, look at it as, as as like an entertainment, like like from an entertainment thing, like like to. So, my my brutally honest opinion on that is around Cincinnati and just the whole Ohio region. I feel that if promoters want more people to come, then they need to book better talent. They 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 need to have better bands, more people that will come out because they're like, oh, I I like this guy. This guy sounds good. And I'm not, I'm not talking from a metal, like, from my genre, a metal, a metal genre, just in general music as a whole. Yeah. I feel that that's the problem with, like, starting local. Local is very difficult because you are in a sea of thousands of other bands and hundreds of other people that, that, that want to be right where you're at. And it's a competition. That, at the end of the day, it's a competition. And the strongest will survive. Exactly. Period. Like, like, cause, I mean, there's been ba- there's been promoters out there in Chicago. I mean, it's all over the world. There's there's crooked promoters out there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's why it's made to play in a different city. Huh? It's like, how? How's the? There's certain times though, if it's for the right band, like you know the tickets are gonna sell anyway. So it's not exactly pay to play, but 
a little bit louder, please. <laughs> I don't know. If for the right band, if it's a band that you know is going to sell tickets anyway, like, yeah. then it's not really that big of a thing. Now, how is the metal scene in Ohio? Now, how is the metal scene out in Ohio? Now, if you're trying to go and play for, like, Trapped or something, like, uh, that's, I'm not going to be on that. So, I'm sorry to change this. In, in, in high school, in vocational school, I was I took graphic designing, and every single morning we'd have a half hour section to draw. And the student in front of me was this like I'm not hating on this, but like very anti-social kid. Kid like she'd never talk to anybody. She always stayed by herself. Super super quiet. But every single morning she would put on her headphones, and that whole half hour section for two years straight she played. Headstrong by trap during the freestyle drawing. Oh my god. Morning, dude. So every Headstrong, time I hear that man trying to think of the two years, dude, every single morning I had to hear that song for a half hour straight. Love it. Uh, you know, I, I like that song, but I'm not going to overplay it. Tony single. 
Yeah. So, I got something to ask. How's the, how's the metal scene in Cincinnati? It needs, to, it needs to pick up, but, like, some shows, like, really, it's, yeah, it's, like, awesome. But I, I guess it's more on, like, the days and whatnot. Like, I don't know. I just love metal and wish just everyone listened to metal. So <laughs> that's just my view. Is there a lot of places to play in Ohio? Actually, yeah. Like, there, there is a good amount of places to play in Ohio that that's, that is no issue. Like, it, it has been kind of rough, but I think here lately, and I mean, really, like, COVID times and after. Because the COVID I, pandemic I, shit. I think there's kind of been a resurgence. And, yeah, like, it, yeah, I mean, it, it fucked everything up, but. Yeah, the COVID shit. I mean, now that everyone's getting out and wanting to play, and, like, people starting new stuff, and everyone sitting at home, learning all kinds of new stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think that's helping get all this new bands, new music, and all this out, and it's kind of been coming up a, a little bit, I think. Be- besides having an Instagram account, do you guys have a TikTok channel, too? Uh, TikTok, I don't know if we have a band TikTok, but I don't think some of the guys share stuff on their TikTok. Yeah, yeah you should put, you should yeah. put up some band practice. See, 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 take my idea. Take my idea and go with it. Make a all TikTok right. channel. And do like a minute or two minutes of your band practice on it to show people your music, and you'll garner more audience. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that is a good idea. We just yeah, see. It is a, we do TikTok's a very popular channel. And trust me, there's a lot of metalheads on TikTok. There's a lot of pages on TikTok. I mean. Most of the pictures are metalheads. Cause I mean, that was the way. <laughs> yeah. Like. Of course. Why like, wouldn't they be? Like, like, like James' grandma Joyce. I know she supports <laughs> her grandson and his band. Yeah. And and she can't wait for you to play again in Ohio, so she come see you because I'm gonna make the trip up there to go with her to the show. Oh, really? You're coming out to Legends? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll come. Yeah, that's our, our next Ohio show on May 17th. I'll be there. Yeah, all right. It's only like four-hour drive. It'll be worth it, I promise. You take I'm, one hour? Four hours. Oh, four, four hours. Hour drive. I'm in Illinois. Remember, I'm in Illinois. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. We're excited to yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, 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 got, I got another question. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get into some funny questions. Now. All right. What's all your favorite food? My favorite food? Yes. My favorite dish is pizza is flautas. Yeah. Flautas? <laughs> cool. Yeah, James said tacos. Oh, pizza or burrito. That's two for pizza. <laughs> what kind of pizza? <laughs> guys, you, guys, you need to speak a little bit clearer and louder. I like to eat tacos. 
shows Monday through Sunday. Okay, now pizzas. What pizza toppings you like? I don't. I don't like pizza. I like tacos. The other one. This is Frank. I know Frank. No, no, like for pizza toppings, it's, it's, it's pineapple. Pineapple? Cool. Mine's chicken alfredo. Chicken alfredo with broccoli or without? Chicken alfredo pizza with pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best shit. Domino's makes it. Every time. Now, what's your guys' favorite drink? Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Jack Daniels, um, you know, Jack, 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 Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke, you, you, you guys like Motorhead? Yeah, well, I just got some Lemmy Funko Pops, I got Lemmy, I got Lemmy Funko Pop, and I got the mascot of Motorhead, Funko Pops, yeah, can't believe I found them, anyways, now, I'm going to ask you something funny, and it's kind of serious, and more, it's fun. Yeah. Now, compare your band to a cartoon. Which cartoon would you compare your band to? Um, what would we compare our band to? Um, I honestly... Say those two cartoons. I knew it. Over South Park. Yeah, uh, so no, 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 the Alpha and the Omega of all shows. No, dude, King of the Hill, bro. King of the Hill. Those boys ain't right. I, I, I see you guys playing in Beavis and Butthead. That'd be sweet too. Yeah, yeah. Beavis and Butthead, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Or they, they'll be like, you want to be for your mongol? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, do you guys play video games? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you play? Uh, I'm a Valorant player. I'm a loser. <laughs> you guys got the PS5? PC. Um... I have I I have a P five and, and and everyone else has a P four and, and PC. I I got a V four V five, Xbox. And a PC. So the next Computers, question yeah. is going to be your last, and we are, and we are going to have to get off here. Okay. Well, well, was nice. You you guys got um you want to say. Your upcoming shows real quick for the audience? Our upcoming shows? So, we have a show May 13th and 14th. Our 13th show is in Pennsylvania. Our 14th show is in New Jersey. We have a show coming up on the 17th, which is at Legends in Cincinnati on May 17th. And then we have another show August 1st at Legends, and we have another show July 24th with Left to Suffer. And where's that at? It's at Legends in Cincinnati. Okay, cool. Any final words? Fuck it. Come out to the shows. Thank you for the support. We really appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see you when you come out. Yeah, well, I'll see you guys soon. Everyone, remember, go look up Force to Rock Bandcamp. Show us some love and buy our shit. I'm fine. Okay, thank you guys.